Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Glory to God. My name is Kathy Brooks, and this is the LUTG Radio Show on LUTGRadio.com. WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Amen, amen, amen. I went off mob cam, uh, mobcast for a minute just because um, I was trying to check something out. Um, so we're gonna get back over there in uh in a few short um uh, in a little bit. Let's see if I can get the. I was trying to work a few things out. Um, but in the meantime, to God be the glory. I love you, Jesus. Amen. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And we're the ones appointed in the earth, man. We're the ones appointed to uh, be a blessing to the Lord. Uh, we are his hands. We're to move about and go forth just doing some blessed things, the things that Jesus would do. You know what I mean? Do what Jesus would do. You can't get better than that. That there, that there's an assignment. <clears throat> That's an assignment from God to do what Jesus would do all day, every day. Amen. All day, every day, 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 day. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So with that being said, we're just going to do, do what we do here. We're just going to. See if we can try and keep this a little, a little some some. All right. So today is uh, John fourteen and twelve. Uh, as you can probably tell, I'm a little distracted. I'm trying to scroll through these things. But today is uh, John fourteen and twelve. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna uh, talk. We're gonna put on the whole armor of God. And of course, um, we're gonna open up in prayer. And what is prayer? Prayer is a conversation. Is asking God for something. He's like. Y'all don't ask me for enough. So we're going to solve God's problem. We're going to get to asking him for some stuff. Y'all want to ask God for some stuff? I want to ask God for some stuff. Let's do it. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, Lord God, through the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ. And we just thank you, Lord God, for your peace and for your strength. We thank you, Lord God, for your hope. We thank you, Lord God, for victory for Ukraine. We thank you, oh Father God, for you alone are worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Thank you, Lord. Thou art worthy. Hallelujah. Mm, I didn't put that thing in there. I thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord God. I'm going to ask you for something, Lord God. I'm asking it. I know I could ask it for a bunch of other people, but I want y'all to ask God for your own thing. I want you to ask God for something that's just for you. I know we pray for other people, but I want you to not, this is not a selfish thing. This is what's in, written in your book. You're supposed to ask God for stuff for you, for you. Don't be like, don't be like, um, oh, look, Lord, uh, I want to rule the whole world. No. No, no. He'd be like, no, then what about other people's free will? He's like, no, 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 no. He's like, no, no, no. I gave dominion over all to all men. And man, everybody works out their salvation with fear and trembling. And so um, don't ask him for stuff like, Lord God, you know, my neighbor, 
Oh my goodness. My neighbor is always in my business, God. Can you just nail them to the ground or nail them to a wall? God going to be like, no, 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 no. Let every man work out his own salvation with fear and trembling. God's like, come on, come on, come on. You got this. Try again. Ask me for something. And so you be like, okay, Lord, I got it. I got it. I want 10,000 pairs of Nike Jordans. God, like 10,000 pairs of Nike Jordans. What are you going to do with 10,000 pairs of Nike Jordans? Look at them. Look at them. 10,000 pairs of Nike Jordans. You're going to look at them. You ain't going to share them with nobody. Nope. You're just going to look at them. Yep. Yeah, because I figured they're appreciating value and then I could sell them and I could be rich. And God's like, why don't you just ask me to be rich? I got more than a million ways to make you rich. (laughs) So God wants to help us to think about stuff that we want, that he wants to ask him for. So if you want to be rich, go ahead and be bold enough. Say, look, God, I want to be rich. I ain't going to even lie. I want to be rich. If you want to, if you want for your country to be a sovereign country where you, where your country is ruled by the people and not by dictators, then pray that you want to, you want your, you want your country to be so blessed that no one would ever dare Come at y'all, bomb y'all, hurt y'all, kill your children, starve and make your children die of thirst. Say that. Say what you want. Don't be scared. Sometimes we we get so scared. We don't want to ask God for stuff. Well, I'm not worthy. (laughs) You ain't worthy. But God said because you're redeemed, you can ask anything. To the Father in the name of Jesus. So think of it and understand it like this. It ain't even you. It's Jesus. When he looking at you, he going, what's up, my son? I love you. Even if you a girl, you a female. Anytime you pray the Father in the name of Jesus, his son, he say, oh, what's up, my beloved? Now he know your name. But when he look at you, he see his son. And he like, what's up, my my beloved? I love you. I want to bless you today. Ask me for something. Go ahead. Ask me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Ask me. (laughs) Ask God for something. So we're talking about today about asking God for some stuff. All right. That's what we're going to talk about today. That's John 14 and 12. Let us get ready. Getting ready, we got to get our Bible on. Get our Bible on. Y'all got your Bibles out. Let us get ready. We got to get our Bible on. Get our Bible on. Do 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 we got to get a Bible on, get a Bible on, do 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 
getting our Bible. All right, y'all. We're moving over to Luke uh, chapter 24, verses um, 10 through uh, Luke 24, Luke 24, 45. Over to Luke 24, 45. I'm in the King James Version. All right, so here we go. It says, then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. That's right. We understand the scriptures right here on LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brooks. This is the LUTG Radio Show. Let us thank God radio. All right. We got that out. Okay, let's put on the arm of God. Ephesians chapter 6, you know where it is. Chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And that the evil day is every day. It's the day that the enemy tries to get you to sell your soul to the devil. It's the day that the, the Antichrist stands on a pulpit and declares himself God. Every day we got to say no to the devil and yes to God. The enemy will even try and uh, deceive you and make you and give you a tingling feeling on your body to make you think that that's God or that's a member of the body of Christ praying for you. Don't be wrestling with the flesh. Don't put your trust in the flesh. Only in God. Verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Oh, hallelujah. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord. Ephesians 6, 18 and 19. This is about opening your mouth. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. How you do that? Tongues. It's a tongue. It is a language that you don't speak. Praying always with all prayer and is given by utterance of the Holy Ghost. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Amen, 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 amen. God will give you peace in your heart for when he's when he's telling you stuff is not and, 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 and it's not the peace in the flesh. Peace in your flesh is full health. So God will give you that too. Peace in your flesh is full health. Um, but don't don't be relying on tingling feelings, all right? All right. Um, let's see here. 
Numbers chapter 6, Numbers chapter 6, go with me to Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. We want to always lift our hands up in praise. Some of y'all have been told, and you thought it was God telling you this, to not lift your hands up because the enemy were trying to pull you out of your body if you lift your hands up in praise. Ignore that trash. We, we ought to lift our hands up, praising God, praising the Lord. The enemy will tell you all kinds of religious rhetoric and trash to keep you from worshiping God. Lift your hands up and give God praise. Lift your hands up and give God praise. To God be all the glory, honor, power, and praise. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Lift your hands up and praise. Give God praise. Lift your hands up and praise. Give God praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus, the Lord God most high. Lift your hands up and give God praise. Lift your hands up. 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 Lift your hands up and give God praise. Lift your hands up and give God praise. Lift your hands up and give God praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord God, you're worthy, all of the glory, great Jehovah God, Lord Jesus, thank you. All right, I just thought we'd do that real quick. <laughs> numbers, Numbers 6, 24 through 27. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. Go with me to the book of Psalms. The book of Psalms. Psalms 91 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He should cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high. Glory to God. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He should call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I uh, satisfy him and show him my salvation. Pardon me. All right. So we are go with me to Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 54. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Isaiah 54. Hold on one second. Here we go. Uh, it is verse 13. It says, 
And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord, and great shall be the peace of thy children. In righteousness shall thou be established, thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen. Your oppressor is going away, y'all. God is going to deal with the oppressors in your life. Hey, hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Amen, amen, amen. Mm -hmm. Some people don't like to say the word, hey, H-E-Y. And some people don't like to say the word, hey, H-A-I, which refers to God. Um, the word H-E-Y um, can be referred to as hell or Satanism. But um, depending on how you use it, it could also mean a greeting. And so you just, you can decide what you want to do with that word. Um, and uh, remember, everything is by the intent of your heart. But if you find out, if you get some wisdom, then uh, go ahead and use it. Apply. I know sometimes we've been saying that word for so long that it's just like natural. Um, it's natural, but um, we can go supernatural. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Lord. Lord God, you're worthy of all of the glory. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Sometimes I just break out in praise. The Holy Ghost should just be like, bam, baby. <laughs> oh, man. I just feel like I just believe those utterances are just from the Lord. Just praising God, but your oppressor is going away. I don't know what's about to happen to him. I have no idea. Some of y'all ain't dealing, dealing with all kinds of demonic issues and whatnot. Stop using those Ouija boards. Y'all be renting those apartments and then y'all be playing with those Ouija boards. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. When y'all be playing with those Ouija boards, y'all think that y'all entering into the spirit world to pull out demons from the spirit world. They're already in the earth. They just hear a call. They're like, oh, there's somebody, there's somebody messing with a Ouija board. They're like, let's go have some fun. The word fun actually means let's go sin. But really, they don't really need to say that, do they? Because they're pure sin, right? And so um, I want to just ask you to stop using Ouija boards, whether it's in an apartment or in a house. Um, stop doing those things that are drawing that negative energy to you, that de those demonic things. If you really want to see something flipped out, something just like make your mouth drop in awe, pray, pray, go to heaven, talk to Jesus, pray, pray the father in the name of Jesus. When he, when you get to see heaven before you die, 
Because you can. Before your body transit, before your your body dies, before you give up the ghost, you can look you can look into heaven. You can go to heaven. You could talk to Jesus. There's so many things you can do. And there's so much power that God has given you that you ain't got to rely on a demonic spirit to help you with anything. I know some of you, I know a lot of y'all use demonic spirits. You're like, well, Kathy, you just don't know how to use them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. See, I believe in the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, 100%. God told me a long time ago, don't have one foot in me and one foot out of me. It makes you weak. And so when you depend on demonic spirits to go do stuff for you and to bring you money and to do this and to do that, you got one foot in God and one foot out if you're a believer in Jesus. Now, if you just never receive your forgiveness, you already in, you're already in sin full on. Now, don't get it mistaken. People that are in sin that have never been forgiven, they know how to give good gifts, but God gives them better. He gave you power from up on high. Power, love, and a sound mind. So for you folks out there, you say, you've seen, uh, you, you look, you'll be talking, to, you can entertain angels unaware. You can entertain angels unaware where you can see somebody, but don't nobody else see them. Kid you not, that happens. I witnessed it myself. I saw somebody talking to somebody. He was having a full-on conversation. I'm looking at him. He is having a full-on answer back, listen. And here's the funny part. I heard the, the thing that he was talking to. I was like, first I was like, who was he talking to? And then I heard the thing talking. I said, oh my goodness. This dude is entertaining an angel. Now, there's angels above and angels below. They call the ones below demonic angels. The ones from Jesus, Jehovah God from heaven, heavenly angels, God's angels. God's assigned, God's appointed. Each one of us has, has, a, has an angel from heaven. We actually have more than one. What am I saying? Test the spirits. Test the spirits. God's angels don't have a problem with saying, hey, yeah, we believe that Jesus is the risen Christ. The believer don't have a problem with saying it. Know this, though. Demons and heathens and atheists, no offense to y'all, but some of those that are practicing things that are dark and some of those that are those things that are from hell are practicing passing the spirit test. They're, they're practicing saying things like, you know, yeah, I believe Jesus is the risen Christ. I get you not. And what? And and I, I one thing I can assume is that uh, <laughs> they 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 are I don't know pinching themselves, thinking on something else. But God says that that's the test. So keep on using that test. But I do know that they're they're practicing it. I witnessed that too. I was like, what the freak is that? So sometimes I, I, I've, I've seen them say things like, oh, well, she believes. But the the question is, do you believe? Do you acknowledge that Jesus is the, Jesus Christ is that, that Jesus is the risen Lord? Do you believe that Jesus is the risen Lord? 
So don't be afraid to ask, I mean, to test the spirits. Amen. And don't entertain everything that comes your way. All right. Okay. All right. Well, so that's the bit of information that I have for you and that I know. Uh, like I said, today is John 14 and 12. We're going to talk about Jesus. And John 14 and 12 says, uh, oh, you're listening to LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brooks. And we're on the air. Amen. Let us thank God radio. All right. And so um, John 14 and 12 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believe on me, the works that I do, he shall do also in greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. And verse 13 says, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So check this out. When you pray the Father in his name, Jesus is gonna do it. Cause every time he do anything you ask, he get glory from the Father. Ooh. That ain't a loophole, y'all. That's a guarantee. Ain't no loopholes in God. If he, verse 14, if ye should ask anything in my name, I will do it. If ye love me, keep my commandments. So now if we think about this, his commandments are, love the Lord that God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength. <clears throat> love your neighbor as you love yourself. Remember, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength. That's Mark 12, 29 through 31. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. John 14, uh, John 13, 34 and 35. Love your brothers and sisters in Christ as Jesus loved the church. Mm. He only asked for three things. Keep my commandments. Go ye into all the world. Do greater things than I. But he only gave you three commandments. Love God. Love yourself. Love your neighbor. Love your brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay, we're tackling this four but there's two of them in one because when you love yourself, you can love your neighbor. If you don't love your neighbor, you don't love yourself. And then that ties back to God. If you don't love your neighbor, you don't love yourself. You don't love God. And if you don't love God, you ain't got no brothers and sisters in Christ. You got them in hell, but you ain't got them in Christ. So if we go back to it, God is only at Jesus is only asking us to love like he loves the church that's all he asking for love like he loves the church and then ask him anything and he'll give it to you what so that means sister so-and-so that's mad as sister so-and-so or brother so-and-so you gotta squash that squash it just let it go let it go let it go let it go you gotta let that go let it go why you got to let it go? Because it's hindering you from loving. And when you, you've been praying to father, you've been asking the father in the name of Jesus for something, but you, you, you got that hate for your brothers and for your sisters. You got that hate. It's just like strong to like, Oh, you just growling. You want to tear something up. You get, you so angry at them. And God's like, let it go. Let it go. Imagine how angry God was. God was angry with Cain when Cain was talking all kinds of lip to him. God was angry with Cain when Cain killed Abel. God was angry with Cain when Cain 
Ask God will save my life, save my soul from the tormentor. God did it. He prayed, he asked, he prayed the father in the name of Jesus and it was granted unto him. He put a mark on his forehead saying, don't touch him. If anyone touches him, I'll slay you. He, he committed murder. He disrespected God. He like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I ain't giving you this. Psh, psh. I ain't giving you the best. Matter of fact, I'm going to take your best away from you. And then he had the audacity to say, Father God, in the name of Jesus, protect me, O Lord, from mine enemies. You know, God was like, from your enemies. <laughs> so even after Cain did all that stuff, God still protected him, right? You go look it up. God still protected him. It's in Genesis. Uh, uh, look at Genesis chapter three and chapter four. So God still protected him, right? I'm just like freaking amazed. Because after he killed him, he goes, am I my brother's keeper? Yo, yo, I hear the blood of Abel crying out what you do, Cain. Am I my brother's keeper? And now he blaming God. That's the way his father did. The woman you gave me made me sin, made me disobedient. (laughs) Here's the crazy thing. You want to hear something crazy? I shouldn't say it's crazy. Check this out. In uh, John 14, 23, it says, Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode in him. Right? That's what it's saying. And then check this out. Let me pull up this. Hold on a second. I'm going to pull up. I'm going to go ahead and pull up this Genesis chapter 3, just so you can see this Genesis. All right. All right. And so in Genesis chapter three, you know, they get beguiled and the serpent is like, yo, yo, girl, you know, God didn't say that. Go ahead and get some of that. Get some of that. Yum, yum. Get some of that fruit. Go ahead. It ain't about the fruit. It's about the obedience. That's why we have second Timothy, um, second Corinthians chapter 10, verse four through six. For the weapons of our warfare and our carnival mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds and casting down imaginations and every high thing is also self against the knowledge of God. That's what we had at. And so Genesis chapter three is like, it goes, now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, yea, have God said, ye should not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden. God have said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. So she's already explaining. I got instructions from the father. God told me all about what's what I got instructions from the father. Now, what she should have did is not even talk to the devil. She should have just gave him her, gave the devil her back. Matter of fact, she just gave him her foot. She should have just spoke to him and told that thing to die. 
Why? Because it was being disobedient. It would be better for that snake to die than for her to die. Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Why? Well, the serpent already had a taste of disobedience. And he's still living. It was still living. And it had a taste of disobedience. He like, yo, girl, check me out. Hey, hey. And he's basically screaming, hell, hell. Check that out. I'm still alive. Some of you people don't believe that hell exists. I have people to tell me all the time. Well, you ain't going to die if you go to hell. There ain't no torment in hell. Hell ain't really hell. It's like paradise. It's, it's like a second heaven. You be walking around and everything. God, is God a liar? God ain't a liar. Hell exists. God is not a liar. Hell exists. There is torment. So stop saying that because it, it exists. And so the serpent already had a taste. <clears throat> already had a taste of sin. He got that taste of sin. He let the enemy take over him. And he like, yo, look at this. I'm still walking around. I'm still walking around. I'm still walking around. Check this out. I'm still walking around. You ain't going to die. Verse 5. For God for God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Check this out. She already knew good and evil. She already knew it. Why? Because God already told her, if you eat from that tree, don't. he's like, don't even touch it, lest you die. She already knew good and evil. God is good. Disobeying God is evil. She already knew. So he's he's selling her a bowl of soup when she already got the he trying to sell her empty an empty bowl of soup when she already got the can of soup in her hand getting ready to put it into the bowl. You see what I'm saying? He he's selling her something she already got. She already got it. She already got it. She ain't need that. But she stopped believing the truth. And she let that temptation come in. Well, I wonder what will happen. Well, you know what will happen. God told you you'll die. And she already understood the concept of death. Why? Because anytime you are in heaven, anytime you're in the presence of God, you get revelation. He that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. An ear is a soul. Mind, will, emotions, imagination, and consciousness. God did not withhold any good thing from man. God called, God told man to name everything in the earth. Every creeping, crawling thing. Every flying thing. Everything. Everything. Man was not stupid. Stupid means to be without God. Man was not ignorant. Knew everything about all of the Garden of Eden. Everything. Knew everything about God. Well, everything that Jesus knew, they knew. They even knew that salvation would would come. They knew everything, and yet they disobeyed God. And their eyes of them both were open, and they knew. Oh, wait, verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, See, now, instead of using her discernment, and even though the enemy talks trash to you, you got to line up everything that is spoken to you with the word of God. And if you don't know all of the book, know the, know the premise. 
Know the premise. God will never leave nor forsake you. That Jesus came to save the whole world. Jesus came to save the whole world and God don't lie. Like he told her, you can have everything except for that right there because it's going to hurt you. God told us the same thing. You can be forgiven of all your sins, but once you receive forgiveness of your sins, go your way and sin no more. Don't go back into that old stuff. It'll hurt you. Verse six. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, when she used her flesh to, to, for discernment instead of the word of God on the inside of her. And saw that it was pleasant to the eyes and a, and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took up the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her. And he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open and they saw and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. The blood of Jesus. Why did they see themselves naked? Because they had become carnal, fleshly, disobedient. They sent themselves to hell. And John 14, 23, it says, Jesus answered and said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words. If they love God, they would have kept his word. They would eat everything except for what God told them not to eat, not to touch. And so their first error was not even touching a tree. Their first error was they turned their love from God to flesh, to the enemy. They turned their love from God to the enemy, to God's enemy. And my father will love him and we will come and unto him make our abode with him. That's a home. We ain't done yet. We got a little bit more to go. They should have they should have called on the Lord. Verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord. From the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. Now, isn't this silly? Because you cannot hide from the presence of the Lord. Because he's all knowing. He's a spirit. And so he coming to check on them. It's not like he don't know where they at. He's asking them to come into the light. Because he is the light. But instead they're hiding in the darkness. They're hiding in the shadows behind things. This is how you know they were full on in sin. Because they didn't want to come to the light. John 3.21 let me pull that out for you. John, hold on a second. John 3, 18 through 21. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he have not believed the name of the only begotten 
son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world and men love and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Their deeds were evil. That's why they were hiding. Everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God, right in God. Don't no evil thing want to come into the light of God. Because complete exposure. Everything is revealed. Everything. Ain't nothing hidden from God. It ain't happening. The blood of Jesus. Alright. Let me go down a little bit more. I want you to... Mm -mm. One second. Um, we're still in Genesis. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. The blood of Jesus. There's something in particular I wanted you to see. Something in particular. God says this to um Cain. And verse four says, And Eve knew her and and Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have begotten a man from the Lord. Amen. Because God is the author of life. And she began and she again bare his brother, Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. We are made of the dirt of the ground and Cain was a tiller of the ground. I just find that quite interesting. Cain was put in charge of something that produced that produced life, flesh. Well, it produced spirit and then was covered up with flesh. But it produces vegetation. And that vegetation is used to feed animals. And anyway, I'm just I just find it interesting. And a and verse three. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord and Abel. He also brought of the firstlings of the flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and his offering, he did not, he had no respect. He had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, angry, he was very wroth and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, why art thou wroth? Why are you angry? And why is thy countenance fallen? Why has his countenance fallen? And remember, yeah, that's a part of the mind, the will, mind, emotions, imagination, and consciousness. And so what has fallen? His thoughts of God is fallen. His continents. And so it's his continents. It's not God. That's why in Numbers, it says that God, uh, let, me hear, let me put that up here. The book of Numbers. Because we don't want to do this without God. 
we mess it up. It said, the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And so Cain had no peace. He did not have the countenance of the Lord. He says, why is it thy, meaning your countenance fallen? Meaning he, his emotions, he, instead of taking what God was saying to him and going and do better, he moved by his emotions and he got angry. Verse seven, which means he went from light to darkness. He went from being in the presence of God to now saying, I hate you, God. That's what he, that's what thoughts was on his mind. If thou doest well, thou shalt thou shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And so he did not well. So he's telling them sin is lying at the door. God could already see sin fermenting in Cain. Just like it was fermenting in Adam and Eve when they disobeyed God, when they chose to turn their love from God to the enemy. And unto thee shall be, shall, uh, and unto thee shall be his desire and thou shall rule over him. Like what? So let's read it again. If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door and unto thee, meaning you and unto thee shall be his desire and thou shalt rule and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother and slew him. So what was God telling him? Cain, if you don't get control of your anger, it's going to rule over you and it's going to get to the point where you're going to start ruling over that anger and you're going to be like the father of sin. You're going to be moving in your own accord, meaning he will sin without temptation is what God was telling him. If you don't get control of your anger, you will sin without temptation. And when you sin without temptation, there is no way back. And he did. He killed his brother. Verse 9. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not, am I my brother's keeper? Am I my brother's keeper? So, isn't that interesting? And so what it was it was mockery. Because we are to keep the word of God. And what is the word of God? Jesus. Would the Lord is the keeper. The Lord we're to love God. Am I my brother's lover? Am I my brother's God? Am I my am I my brother's headships spouse? I don't know. But he did know. Because he killed him. I keep wondering whether or not Abel had a family. And this is why I'm wondering. Because Abel, who grew up in sin, yet was able to give 
good gifts. He gave good offerings to the Lord. And sometimes, and I, I, I mean, this is just a thought. I'm not making this as fact. This is just stuff I was thinking. Abel gave good gifts to God from the pleasures of his heart. The pleasures of his heart were for God. And so I'm wondering if Abel had a family. Why is that? Because a father, a father understands another father. A father understands another father. A father wants to give good gifts. He wants to be a blessing. He wants to bless his children. And what will a father do? A father will get up and go to work. If he got to work 40 hours, 50 hours, 60 hours, or 80 hours, he'll do it. So his sons and daughters would be blessed. Abel gave good gifts. He knew that he was sowing a seed. He knew that and giving God the 10% that he wanted, he got to keep 90%, which is the majority. And he knew that that 10% would leave an inheritance for his children. It would make him rich. It would make him even more blessed. He gave God the best so that his family could have the best, which is why I keep wondering. I keep wondering. Was there a family for Abel? Was there more people? He was a tiller of the sheep and I knew they had great power back then, but I keep wondering about Abel. And so God didn't tell us that because I guess he didn't want us to focus on that or to wonder and to ponder about it. But Lord God, in the name of Jesus, I would like to know. Show me. And so I say that to say, we know that Cain did not have a family, a wife and children, because after he left the Garden of Eden is when he married and had a son called Enoch. And it's spelled differently. Um... And so uh, I believe it's spelled with the O instead of a U. I've, don't quote me on it. Let me see here. Um, let me see here. And Cain knew his wife and she conceived and they bear Enoch, E-N-O-C-H. And he built a city and called the name of the city after that name of his, after the name of his son, Enoch. And so Cain was basically evil. Just going forth. What am I saying? Come to the light of God. Ask God anything. Ask the Father anything in the name of Jesus. Come to Jesus. Pray to God. Don't be afraid to pray. Had Cain simply said, look, God, I'm going through some stuff. I'm feeling emotional. Help me to do what you want me to do. Because he had enough sense to say, God, don't let him kill me. Don't you think he, if he had enough to say, <laughs> okay, it says, behold, thou has driven me out of the, out, out this day from the face of the earth and from thy face shall I be hid and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slay of Cain, vengeance shall be taken 
on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. The blood of Jesus. I keep warning about that, about Cain uh, also. Um, Because he says, you send me out from the, your presence, from the earth. I mean, like, I, I have questions. Um, <laughs> I, have, I have so many questions and they're all spiritual questions. But I want you to start asking God yourself. I've looked at this before. I've looked at it many a times before. And I keep coming up with different questions. Some of them are similar, but some of them are different. And so uh, I want you to start asking God questions. Ask God questions about the word. Ask God questions about you. Ask God for some stuff. You ain't supposed to be poor. You ain't supposed to be rich and have bad health. You ain't supposed to be poor and have bad health. You're supposed to be blessed. You ain't supposed to live in a war-torn country or city. You're supposed to be in peace on earth or in earth as it is in heaven. Or on earth as it is. Yeah, on earth as it is in heaven. That's what it's supposed to be. That's how your life is supposed to be blessed. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but you want to, now is the time. Now is the time to give your heart to the Lord. Now is the time to say, yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen. Remember, for God so loved the world, John three sixteen and 17. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, but want to, repeat this prayer after me, this prayer confession. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth. That you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and the salt that gives it flavor. And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues. For the edifying 
of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved on LUTGradio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Now you want to know, what do I do now that I'm saved? You take authority over your life. If there be any sickness in your body, root it out with the word. The word is your shield and your buckler. Root it out. You rebuke sickness. Say, I rebuke sickness, whatever the name is, if you know, or rebuke this pain, and I receive healing to my body. You got to believe before you pray that you receive it. And if, you, if you've never seen or never experienced healing, supernatural healing by God, then build up your faith. Start looking at some testimonies. Start saying, I am healed. Jesus told one woman to go and stand over her mother that was in a coma. He said, go stand over her and just talk to her. She can hear you and tell her, say, you are healed. And when she wakes up, tell her to say, I am healed. That woman lived about another eight years. You're like, just another eight years? Well, hold on. Remember, she was about to die eight years too soon. So evidently, she needed another eight years to finish the work that she was supposed to be doing. Enjoy the fruits of her labor. So say, I am healed. If you don't, if you, if you don't feel like you, if you don't believe or you never seen, say you never seen supernatural healing, say, I am healed. But I, I, I'm telling you, if you would take authority over your life and take and step in boldness, step out in boldness and say, I rebuke sickness in my body and I receive healing to my whole body. Whatever body part it is, you want to do the whole body, whole body. I rebuke sickness in my body and I receive healing to my whole body. If you have issues with uh, demonic oppression, possession, you still have free will. Say, I denounce you, Satan. I denounce every demon spirit. I take authority over my body. I am of sound mind and sound body. My body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. You're like, Kathy, that's a lot. I rebuke you, sin. And I receive deliverance to my body. Matthew 6 and 13 says, God leads us not into temptation, but delivers us from evil. I rebuke you, sin. I receive deliverance to my soul, to my body. The enemy wants your soul so to have a body to walk around in. Don't give it to him. The enemy wants your soul so to have a body to walk around in. It needed a body in the Garden of Eden. It got the snake. And from the snake, it got Adam and Eve. But Jesus, it didn't get Jesus. For God and came, for Jesus came to save the whole world. And because sin did not get Jesus... Glory to God. We are free. Amen. Amen. Take authority over your money, your body, everything, your family. Amen. Decree my family shall be saved. My family will not leave this earth without salvation. My family shall be saved. 
With long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. That's God. Amen. Take the foundations course on LUTGradio.com and let me know you got saved. Amen. Glory to God. LUTGradio.com. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.